Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on, we would like to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, plus there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to episode 8 of All American Life Goes On and it really does go on even when your mom is an escort, even when you have a funeral that you've just went to and uh, even when Tyrone is after you. We're going to talk all about it on this week's After Show. Stay tuned. I'm Maria Menounos and you're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz <laughs> Thank you guys for your endless support. I really, really appreciate it. That was a great cold open right there. We got to get the fans on board with this. With this season, with this episode, there was so much that went on. It was... It was juicy. I felt like I was reading some TMZ for a little bit. Yeah, (laughs) definitely felt that way. Um, So we are going to go over every single one of these characters for the most part, because in this episode, it really did focus on a ton of characters, unlike last week's, which really just focused on the two different families and the dynamic. Um, So we're going to talk about that. And then we do have our very special segment that I always look forward to called MVP, which Zakia will be spearheading here. Uh, But with that being said, I'm your host, Mina Nadine. And to my left, we have Zakia, who always comes up with the best MVPs and is my MVP right here. Oh, Oh, so cute. Sierra is over here talking <laughs> sports behind the scenes um, and she does know a lot about sports uh, and Chris knows a lot too. <laughs> she was just going off about sports and I, I knew nothing about this conversation. I was just on the on the outside looking in. Um, but we're very excited to talk all things All-American today. What were your overall thoughts of this crazy, crazy episode? Woo, I guess I'll start. Overall, it was so much to grasp this episode. Mm-hmm. We revealed so many secrets I think we were all anticipating or waiting to see. I think my sh- biggest wow or shock moment was the escort part. I wasn't necessarily disappointed, but it was just something that was totally left field. I didn't mm-hmm. see that coming. Yeah, so as your sure. mom being an escort, yo, you guys yeah, hit me like a yeah, ton of bricks. Exactly. That's crazy. <laughs> my overall thoughts, the last few episodes have just been so intense. Mm -hmm. Like, we've been crying, we haven't been able to breathe, and it was just nice to, like, get some answers, be calm, still enjoy the episode, (laughs) and not feel, like, overwhelmed with all of these emotions, and just have, like, an episode that we love that was not... Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It definitely started off very happy with that funeral scene, and um, you said happy. happy. Yeah, no, she was being sarcastic, right? You said that last week was very emotional, and I'm just thinking about how this week is like funeral scene. Then we find out like tragic things about why the mother wasn't in Asher's life for years yeah. and years and years. But we and were then like, we find we, 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 like, yeah. we don't know if she's okay. gonna kill herself or not. There was just so much that happened, and that it was true. very, very. Tense emotions. True. There's it never intense. I don't think there's ever been just like a genuinely happy episode. No, no. I mean the no, last two episodes. One. Oh lord! I mean the last two episodes definitely have me shocked. That is 
the endings always have me shocked. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. last episode was a shocker. The end of this episode was a shocker. Like, what? It really didn't make... You know, we'll get into that. But right? what did you say was your overall feeling? If you could summarize your feeling in one word, Chris, how did you feel at the end of all of this today? <sighs> Upset. Upset. Okay. We'll dig into that. We'll definitely dig into that. Definitely. Um, But before we do, I do want to talk about Asher and his mom and that whole weird situation where the mom talks to Olivia first before her own son. Yeah. Because that makes sense. Um, But afterwards, she does have a sit down with her son where she comes clean and says, you know, I was an escort and your father blackmailed me and said, you know, if I ever said this, that if I ever, like, you know, stayed in your life, that he would tell you that I'm an escort, so then he told me not to be in your life. It was a lot of drama. It was really crazy. I kept wondering, what happened? Was he abusive? Like, what happened? And then we Mm -hmm. find out that he blackmailed her, which is so crazy because he met her through the very thing that she did, but there's such a double standard for women, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was crazy to me, too. Yeah. I feel like that could have ruined his life, too, I feel like. Ruined his life? Well, if he he wanted to ruin her life with that secret, she could have easily ruined his life with that secret. Because, I mean, who would... I mean, no man wants it out that they use an escort service. You know? Right. Yeah. But that's like the sugar, the sugar daddy. <laughs> no, seriously. Sugar baby. Like, no, one, no one gets mad at the sugar daddy. They just, like, get mad at the sugar baby. They shame this the is, sugar this babies. This is just like the conversations that Kia and I had behind the scenes about Jordan Woods and Tristan Thompson and how Jordan oh, right. Woods got all the heat. Yeah. Right. And Tristan Thompson got way less right. black than yeah. Jordan Woods. So, I mean, I do understand that in the real world, I do think women bear the bigger brunt of these mm-hmm. things and they get slapped shamed for things that men participate in. Mm-hmm. So it, it sucks, but I can't believe that this was the secret. I, I don't know why I thought it would be something else. Yeah, mm. also I feel like this is probably something that he has like held over her head before this situation. Like You can tell it's something that he's very insecure about and he's projecting onto her. And yeah. it really just made me wonder like what their marriage was like. If this was something that he clearly cared about a lot, this is how he met this woman. It's like were you blackmailing her into other things whenever you were with her? Like, why did it get to the point that y'all are getting divorced divorced in the first place? You know what I mean? Yeah, I definitely felt that, and I I didn't like that, because I think for the first two seasons, at least until this point, we've seen the dad portrayed in a very empathetic light where he suffers with alcoholism, um, addiction. Oh, the dad's a mess. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like we've kind of, like, empathized with him despite it all because they've kind of tried to humanize him. But with the mom, we never really saw what her character arc Mm -hmm. was or what her story was until we found out that there was a secret. And now we can kind of understand her a little better. So I'm curious to know what ends up happening there. The way, like, whenever it came to the table that... Basically, he was blackmailing her. He was like, yeah, yeah. Well, I did. And he still didn't admit it. He just sat back he and let, her, like, let yeah. her say everything. But exactly to your point, like, he's an alcoholic. He's clearly manipulative. Like, he's gone through all of these things. Like, everyone's imperfect. And then for him to, like, look at her like she's imperfect, knowing all the things that he has struggled with, mm-hmm. is just so frustrating to me. He's controlling, and- which, I don't, which is a domestic, like... Abuse, yeah. even if it's mentally. Yeah. It's very true. I feel like mm-hmm. people always focus on the physical aspects mm-hmm. of abuse when a lot of it is psychological. But, you know, he's not the only person who is lying about things and blackmailing and being manipulative. 
Because Jordan's baby mama <laughs> isn't really his baby mama. No. We really find out the truth about that situation. And I did not see this coming at all. We find out after a lot of prep work on Jordan's end, after he puts together, well, I guess Olivia put together the little crib for her, for the child the that's on its way, the, ba- the baby that's oh. on its way, um that she just lied because she wanted Jordan to be the father and step up to the plate. (laughs) Were you guys expecting this at all? I wasn't expecting it. Yeah, I wasn't expecting it. I think I was more so upset because even though I wanted to understand where she was coming from, my thought was, how long were you going to continue with this lie? 18 years. Yes. 18 years. (laughs) 18 years. Sorry, copyright guys, we can't do that here. <laughs> but it really is, it's just crazy to think about. Like, I think Sierra, you were the one who said that you knew she was crazy. <laughs> you knew that there was something there. She, okay, this is what happened. Whenever they were at the party and like everyone found out that he was hooking up with all of these girls and they were all in the same room, she was the one that was spearheading, like, oh, we're gonna get him back. Like, she was like, oh, no, we're not gonna let him get away with this. And so, I don't, we also talked about this too. I had this feeling that I don't know what was going to happen, but he was just not going to be a dad in this show. Mm-hmm. Like, I just had this gut feeling it wasn't yeah. going to happen. And, like, yeah, she was crazy from the beginning. Like, we knew that. Which is sad. What's mm-hmm. your sign? <laughs> I don't think you've thought about this enough, but... Don't I, say Aries. I feel no, like you're going to. Okay. I... Gemini. I want to say she's a Gemini. I can uh-huh. see that. Or I kind of want to say a Scorpio. Okay. Like, I think we saw her... On Scorpios are usually kind of like intense and like they kind of have their lives together, but like not really, and they're like really open about it. But I think we saw her on like the other side of it, like realizing her flaws and like realizing where she messed up. I'm gonna say Gemini or Scorpio. What do you think, Vina? I don't know. I would just say Gemini because she flip flopped on <laughs> she what she really, wanted. Yeah. She yeah. flipped the next. But think. the thing is with Gemini's, they are good people and they flip flop. Yeah, but her intention. What like the ends kind of she justified had, the means because it was for her child. She, she was didn't, yeah, she didn't have the That's worst. Crazy. I wouldn't have you done really it. Really break I, it down. She was like, I just want my child to have the best life possible, totally. and his actual dad isn't the best influence. So I'm gonna go after Billy Baker's son, star quarterback. <laughs> whatever. I don't know what he plays. <laughs> I don't know about football. But <laughs> I do love this show because yeah. I don't feel like it's just about football. I feel like it's about <laughs> what football allows the show to explore. Yes, Literally, that's, that's what I feel true. like it's about. Um, yeah, it uh, looks like Nat, who's always in the chat, thank you, he says that uh, for sure Gemini as well. Yeah, okay, okay. I can see that. I have nothing against Geminis, by the way. I love Geminis. Um, Kanye you know, ain't Gemini, by the way. Best friends of Gemini. That might not be the best example. <laughs> but <laughs> Not the best so. example, but uh, let's talk Coop and Patience, because okay. Patience has been very, very patient with Coop. She has known for a while now. Um, I guess in the episode that Coop was not telling her about this record deal and about how Layla's dad really wanted to work with her because he <laughs> loved her voice. <laughs> and she's kind of like waiting for Coop to reveal this and then she finally confronts her and says, when were you planning on telling me? You're just going to hide this from me? I I was like, okay, a breakup's about to happen. I don't know yeah. how the breakup didn't happen. I'm still shocked by that. I know. Right. But Coop saved it at the end. But, so all her. you have to do is sing a song okay. or like rap a song and then everyone, okay, I'm good. 
Yeah. I think it was like, yeah, like Coop just needed to realize it wasn't a competition. It's like just Mm -hmm. because she's growing doesn't mean that you're not growing. And I think she kind of let her guard down, and that's all Patience wanted to see from her. Like, she was like, I can't, I literally cannot sing this song without you. You know what I mean? I think Patience, like, saw that for Mm -hmm. what it was and was like, Okay, we can move past it. If Coop would have just like kept acting how she was acting, Patience would have had to keep it moving. Patience would have got impatient. Uh, that <laughs> but, wouldn't have worked uh, for me, honey. But uh, probably my, not me either. But they're like sixteen, so yeah. right. I think this is a happy moment you're speaking of yeah. in this show, <laughs> where we actually saw that CW moment, teenage mm, drama, yeah, exactly. love story moment, where they're like, "Oh, let's reunite and dance on the dance floor," and we're like, "Yeah, this yeah, is all good." And I think Patience doesn't necessarily want to be a star even though I think she should but I think she's great yeah she's amazing but I think she she more wants it for Coop and she's just if it happens it happens if it doesn't it doesn't she's not invested I think that's one of those things where it's like yes even if she's not necessarily passionate about singing right now this can translate into, like, any other aspect of their relationship. Like, what are you going to hide from me that could be, like, helping my personal growth? No, you know seriously. I mean? That's so like, selfish. That's literally, like, whenever mm-hmm. I was watching the whole scene, I was like, oh, this is, like, eerie. Because mm-hmm. it's like, you have no idea where else this could, like, turn into a reality in your relationship. This mm-hmm. might not be where it actually matters so you can get over it. But if it's something, like, you actually care about, it's like, it's not up to you to decide, like, what opportunities I can and cannot have. Exactly. Right. I think That's it shows... Selfish. Yeah, I feel like it shows a lot of insecurity, too, because she totally. doesn't want anyone outshining her. And totally. it feels like when you're with someone and you love them, you guys want to grow together. But with Coop, it feels like she wants to be the alpha. She wants to be in charge. Mm-hmm. She wants to be supported. But it doesn't feel like... I don't know. I keep thinking about her role in these episodes. It doesn't feel like she's reciprocated things with Patience from what we've seen in season two. It doesn't really feel like she's a support system Mm, to Patience. But throughout the course of their relationship, everything that I've seen, at least, has been Patience being very patient, even with how Coop interacts with her mom and getting her mom on board with them being a couple. It just feels like Patience is always in Coop's mess. Even yeah. with, with the gang violence, she's always just there and trying to support her, push her on mm-hmm. the right path, push her in the right I direction. Agree. But I keep thinking, what has Coop done? Like, she loves Patience, but is that love even pure, or is it a little bit selfish? Yeah, like, she's not selfish. showing that love, really. You know, where's the Tina yeah. Turner? What love got to do with it? <laughs> There I don't know, I feel like there were just so many so many things going on in this episode where even with Coop, it's like we haven't seen this storyline in a long time since season one, but the whole situation with Tyrone is coming back to get her now. Where she walks out of the convenience store, gets her little snack sees Tyrone right there, and keep in mind for those of you who don't remember Tyrone, in season one, that was the person that she put in jail. She cooperated with the FBI and they got him, and what doesn't make sense to me is if she went through all of that trouble to kind of be, like, the rat or the person who helps the FBI do this, you would think that she would get a certain level of immunity and protection from them for doing that. You wouldn't mm. think that he would come out of jail 
by season two and be back there to haunt her. Yeah. It's a little crazy, right? I mean, yeah. yeah we don't know. That sense. was my first thought, too. We don't mm-hmm. know what's going to happen yet, but I'm like, she needs to be like the witness protection program or right. something. Like, people need to be <laughs> looking after her. No, I completely agree. How are you going to be in the witness protection program when you want to pursue a career where you're in the center spotlight? Oh, yeah. Like, would you change your name and come up with a stage name? Like, what would you do? Would you nice. wear, like, prosthetic makeup and change your face? And No, what's that boy's <laughs> name? That's Takashi. <laughs> Yeah, him. He did. that's exactly why he's gonna be in witness protection because he still wants to be a rapper when he gets out with his weird behind. Yeah. yeah, I guess the Hannah Montana thing doesn't work for everyone. But no. yeah. uh, I wish it did. I don't think I don't think you can do that. Maybe she can like change up her hair and like where I, I don't know. We don't know yet. I don't know. We don't know, what honey. She, I mean, she protected like. I'm just forgetting names. What's the guy's name that told her to stop rapping at first? Yeah. Preach. Preach, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, like Preach said in the, um, the, I guess the little part that shows us what's gonna happen next episode, mm-hmm. um, he said, I got your back. Like, she knows she's good in the streets for the most part. There's, like, half on his side, half on her side, so. Mm-hmm. Don't get I wouldn't me to- Oh, sorry. You said don't what? <laughs> don't get beat up? I was gonna say, don't get me to talking about it, because I feel like they're not protecting her because she's in Crenshaw. Like, if it was a different scenario, maybe if she was in Beverly Hills, maybe they would have took more precaution. You know how it's just that, like, mm-hmm. that divide between the areas you live in and the actual <coughs> help that you'll receive. Totally. But, but Preach said he got her, though. Yeah, did see that part? Yeah. 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 I mean, I think that there is, like, this culture. <laughs> <of> like, <laughs> I, I really do feel like that's just, like, a normal thing of, like, oh, you've helped me in the past. I got you next time. Like, it's just, you know. No, you didn't see him beating somebody up literally two seconds later. I actually somehow missed that part. <laughs> how that happened. I literally missed that one part. Yeah, I'd like to go back and see where that happens because I completely missed it. But anyway, <laughs> maybe there will be more of that in next week's episode. It's definitely yeah. going to be next week's episode. Yeah. 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 It was week. a preview. Not next oh, week. January, January 20th. 2020. January 2020. Oh, yes. January 2020. We, we have to wait a long time. So <laughs> yeah. this is the mid-season finale. Right. Which is crazy. So much happens and I feel like so much more is going to happen from, like, the behind-the-scenes <laughs> info we've been getting from our guests who are I'm like, sad. we're not going to tell you, but we kind of we kind of yeah. know that a lot's going going oh, on right now. We do um, have someone within this whole debacle coming soon, so that'll be fun. Yeah, oh, watch out. That was very specific. Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> it's a secret. <laughs> that's, all, yeah. that's all she can say for now. Like, we're under we're some sort of NDA, I feel yep. like. <laughs> I'm always NDA. under NDA. <laughs> Okay, so another storyline, which is very small, but I think very important, is that Laura and uh, Billy Baker had a little thing happen where Laura regrets sleeping with him. She said it was a mistake. Mm, Messed up. There's that, like, little scene where you just see Tay Diggs' face and he's just like, a mistake, what? And it's so (laughs) dramatic. What were your thoughts? You guys predicted it. Did I you? Did. Someone I said there was no all, connection. We've all predicted everything. I was <laughs> like, that was pretty quick, sis, but I didn't. Yeah. I think we've all been, maybe it's just me, but we've all been in like a relationship where um, you're like, we're breaking up. And then you're like, mm, maybe not. And you like instantly are like, that was such a terrible decision. Why did I do that? And then you like need to process your feelings. You know what I mean? Like, I think right now she's just like, I have so many feelings. And now you're literally living in the house with me. I can't like think straight without seeing you. I can't separate my feelings without mm. seeing you. And she's just like confused. And mm-hmm. when she's in that state of being confused, you just like 
shuts everything out. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? She, and that's when she just, like, blocks him out and is like, nah, I need to go to work. Like, get away from me. Nah. You know? <laughs> I still want to know what she does for a living because we You're never see... I know, but we never see oh, yeah. any of her cases. And I really do I know, feel right? that in the future it. there's going to be some crazy thing that happens with someone that we know and she's going to be defending the other side. Ooh. I really they feel need like... They write that in. I feel like something mm-hmm. crazy is going to happen like that. that. They uh, kind of did something like that in season one, but it never really, like, we never went anywhere. We never saw anything. Though. Yeah, we saw mm-hmm. bits and pieces. Need, yeah, they need to write more about her. They really don't like yeah. her. She's I don't the, know why they don't like her. I feel like she's the one person that we know the least amount of info <laughs> yeah. about. And patience. No, we know oh. a little bit. No, we, know, we don't, we don't really know her story. Yeah. Patience yeah. seems like a very interesting character as well. Yeah. I feel like all the ones that we don't know a lot about are the ones the that intrigue stories. me the most. We yeah. need to know their backstories yeah. or just get a bigger picture. CW, sure. put that yeah. in. Let's, <laughs> let's talk a little bit about Layla because Layla uh, has been such a huge part of season two. I feel like it has been the Layla show for the longest yes, time. Yes, and I love and it. And then we kind of, she kind of took a backseat last mm-hmm. episode and now she's back again. <laughs> and... I thought that it was great that her storyline was incorporated. We finally got, you know, that that closing reaction that we really needed where she calls Spencer and she finally tells him, I need help. And he says, that's the first time you've ever admitted that you need help. And it was such a beautiful moment. Um, did you guys think that something terrible would happen to her this episode? Because I feel like it was kind of teased that she was either going to kill herself or go off a cliff or something bad was going to happen. Did you think something bad would happen to Layla? No. no. That would have been too dark. I mean, like, after last week's episode, that's just... That would have been too much. <laughs> that would be but, too devastating. I mean, yeah, just to speak to what happened, I feel like sometimes you gotta hit rock bottom for things to start to turn around or for you to realize how bad things actually are, and I think she kind of got to that point, and that's why she was able to crawl her way out of the hole and, yeah. you know, get help. That was a crazy scene, though. Right. That scene yeah. was fire. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, she's going over. It's over. Really? She is, yeah, because she didn't have her like her foot on the brake. No, those. Yeah. Yeah, like, she just she was about to go over. I just knew it. I'm glad she didn't because it would have made an awful next <laughs> next episode. I'm like, what are we gonna do again. now? Yeah. yeah. Right. But every um, episode's gonna open up with a funeral. Right. No one else is gonna oh, pass oh my away. Gosh. That would be dark. Um, <laughs> no. But uh, I'm glad we've seen her and Spencer rekindle their connection. Mm-hmm. Even though they're just friends now, I don't see them being she just friends. She needs to just be friends with someone and get her life together. That is true. That mm-hmm. is true. Where did that little sportcaster bay go? That's Oh, she, she went to... out of nowhere. <laughs> That's what he was like. He was getting close with her and then boom, she never came back. I <laughs> did not like her for Spencer. I she didn't know. I, I want them to get Because her dad is always going to be an option. Yeah. to their relationship. I yeah. just didn't like that dynamic. Also, Spencer is so, like, he's so motivated, he's so passionate, and she is so much the same way, but the way Layla is, is, like, Layla's so calm and, like, much more soothing, and I feel like their personalities just, like, match a little bit more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, she's just so, like... In your face, go, go, go. I feel yeah. like I hate not being on the Layla train anymore because I feel like I was team Layla for the longest time. Hey. And then after she just started spiraling out of control, I started losing that. And then I had to check spiraling myself. Out of control. <laughs> no, no, I really had to check myself and say, like, well, 
you shouldn't just be in a relationship when the times are good. Like, obviously, yeah. you should stick through things and help each other even when you're at your low points. I mm-hmm. think it was just really difficult because they both were at the lowest they've ever yeah. been at the same exact time. Right. And yeah. I think when that happens, that's kind of a recipe for disaster, heartbreak, breakups. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm glad that they're, I'm really glad that they're talking as friends. I just yeah. can't stand Layla right now when she's like, <laughs> we're just friends. Yeah. And it's really dramatic. Yeah. I think her advice is pretty crappy, but hopefully she'll learn that. I, that's, I was like, I'm itching to talk about her terrible her advice. Terrible yeah. advice. Just block everything out and distract yourself Girl, from the pain. What? That is not going to work. Look at where you are. Yeah. I thought, be asking her for advice. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, I think she noticed that, she realized that when she checked herself into the center. So mm-hmm. that's good. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> Like, I literally was like, so what's next for her? But we'll, we'll talk about that in predictions. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <but> <laughs> okay, so let's talk about... Um, uh, what was I going to say? Wow, I can't believe this is happening right now. Let's talk about the final storyline, which is Spencer Quits. like quitting football. Oh, wow. He never thought this was going to happen. He's not quitting. He can't quit. That's what the That's whole show the whole is about. Show. <laughs> right. Like, based on a true story. Is yeah. the show really about football, though, or is it about the lives of these characters and football is the medium to express that story? It's about football. Okay. It's a football show. It's all American. It's definitely football show. If he quits, what are we gonna? What is he gonna do? Work a part time job okay. and finish school <laughs> and make his dad proud? What? What? You're, He's not you're, quitting. You're 57. What? What is that? What is that thing they're ranked on? Why would you bring that up? Why would you bring that up? I can't do this anymore, you guys. Uh, Well, he's like the 57th best player in the country, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, at that point, (laughs) my sports fanatics are looking at me like I'm crazy. No, you haven't done anything wrong. This is why we have the two sports experts Right. These are our sports experts. We're emotional support systems for them both. But um guys, where would where would the show go? I mean, that is the basis of the show. No, yeah, yeah this is a football show. Yeah. Period. But here's the thing. He said that the reason that he played football was to feel closer to his dad. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. true. But if he wants to feel close to his dad and now his got his dad is gone, wouldn't he still play football to feel exactly. that close? That's why I feel like it's going to come back next. Like we just have to remember, Wait, all next these month. kids are literally in high school and they're all trying to find themselves. They don't know who they are. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he. His identity is still clearly in his dad that he's making this huge decision just because his dad passed away. You know what I mean? Like, right. he, he's figuring it all out. He's going to keep playing football. I'm not even questioning that. Yeah. I'm yeah. not. I wonder if it'll take a, a couple of episodes, though. Totally. I hope him and Darnell both keep playing football because Darnell was saying the same thing. I'm, I love Darnell. Yeah, he's so cute. How do we feel about mm-hmm. Darnell moving in? I want them. I want it. That I'm was excited. Cute. I thought, I thought before he went off talking about, oh, I'm not going to play, I thought he was going to go play for Crenshaw. Yeah. Which I think will probably yeah. happen if he comes back. Or mm-hmm. when he comes back, excuse me. That would actually be really interesting. And I feel like, do you think it's going to be like Jordan and uh, Darnell head to head? I, I wonder how oh, that's going to yeah. work. It's going to be very interesting. I don't know. Dynamic. They're family now. Right. But I don't think the guys from Crenshaw is going to let uh-huh. Spencer play with them. 
It's just like, in the real world, you can't move around school. Like, <laughs> right. It doesn't work like this. Right. It's so frustrating. On a final note, I want to know, like, what characters have we not seen from season <laughs> one and season two that we want to see more of this season? Because I feel like there have been a lot of characters that have kind of been swept under the rug, whether it's Billy Baker's dad, mm-hmm. or oh, just, yeah. like, I feel like they're just characters that aren't no. being highlighted anymore for whatever reason. I don't know. That is weird. Do you feel That's like hard. certain characters are getting more attention than others? Well, or? a lot of people... Well, yeah. Uh, Logan Knight, Nat Ro- Rosen. I say that every time. I'm sorry if I'm saying that wrong. Everyone like wants to see more of JJ and more of his character. Oh, yeah, yes. that would yes. be funny. I bet Which I, funny. I agree. <laughs> like, yeah, he always has like great comedy beats. Like when he was getting his ring, mm-hmm. it was like being all goofy and fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah I do I, love JJ. I love JJ. I think he's great. Mm-hmm. Um, um, sorry. Yeah, come back on our show, JJ. You're just just like so much a light. bright light and energy. He's a light. <laughs> okay, so. I do want to move on. Do we have any final thoughts about this episode before moving on to MVP? Hmm. I just, you know, I need it. I need him to find his way. I need Spencer to find his way. Right. Because okay. I was upset. Like, quitting football, that makes no sense. I didn't like that at all. What about Asher and Olivia? Do you feel like they found their way, uh, finally? It's another um, love story. Sierra, you didn't I really feel like, like they're going to... Okay. I like their storyline. I just the scene was a little cringy for me, but I like I like what's happening with them. I think I like know. they're going to be the most stress free relationship that we see. I yeah. mean, maybe, who knows what's going to happen? But I feel like they're just gonna, they're going to be fine. The thing with them is, I feel like they've had most of their obstacles earlier on before yeah. the season even started, where we were introduced to them when they were both in <coughs> bad places, totally. and then they both individually grew as people apart from the relationship, mm. came to back together after all of that growth, yeah. and now can have a fully functional relationship. So now you say it like that. I love <laughs> I loved when Asher (laughs) said, I'm completely in love with you. And Mm -hmm. she's like, oh, Oh, like, should I kiss you? And I was like, just kiss. Like, just do it. Yeah, the, the, the yeah. scene was, was a bit corny, a yeah. little bit corny. <laughs> it, was, yeah, it, was, it was a little bit two-day drama corny, but I wouldn't want, would, would want it any other way. That's how I like my romance. <laughs> uh, corny romance? <laughs> yes, I think it's so cute. I but cannot. on that note, I hope that Spencer and Layla, they do the same. They grow, they figure out who they are, and they can come back to each other. And maybe figure out if they want to just be friends or more than friends. I don't know if I want them back together. Really? No, I don't I, know if I, I, I do either. I do. Is Olivia going to go in for the kill with Spencer eventually. Oh, yeah. she what? Knows. No, she knows. Uh, her brother. She's finally no. got her brother. It's her brother. Yeah, that's what everybody says until two years later you see them together. They're like, oh, he's just my brother. Okay. Everyone, (laughs) y'all are nasty. This is not Game of Thrones. This isn't CW. We're not on HBO. Oh my gosh. Um, Everyone in the chat is like obsessed with Asher and Olivia. And Alexandra said that they made her cry in a good way. They are adorable together, and he's rooting for them. Um, I think we're all aligned on that. They're cute. cute. They're They're, so cute. They are my favorite couple out of all the couples in this season and last season. They really are. I genuinely love them. Uh, Thank you for that very anticlimactic wow. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on to MVP. Zakia, take it away. Yes, 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 y'all. You know, every week we come here and we talk about who is our real MVP. You're the real MVP. 
<laughs> of this season or of this episode. I have to give it up to the entire family, Spencer, Gloria, and Dylan, for inviting Darnell to their home. Oh, Gloria. <laughs> Why do I play? <laughs> Why do I keep doing that? This is like the say. So Grace, I don't know why I keep saying that, but I have to give it up to all of them. Um that was the most genuine thing I've seen. Well, probably not the most genuine thing, but of this episode, that was the most genuine thing I've seen. Mm-hmm. And I love them and I, I hope that would happen. I'm happy it is and I hope he moves in. Okay. Anybody else? Sierra. Oh my god, this is no one like really stood out to me. I think I'm gonna say Layla. Just because I'm Layla is Spencer's girlfriend, right? I no. always yes. Yeah, I'm just like really proud of Layla for like having her moment where she was like, I need help and admitting that because whenever you're I like we've talked about this obviously, but whenever you're in that space, it's really hard to get out of it and it's really hard to confide in people, even if you know that they love you and they support you. And I thought that was like a very powerful moment because she kind of is like it also shows like a sign of growth and maturity. Yeah. Like she wants better for herself, and uh, she's my MVP today. Yes. Yeah, those are two very good MVPs. There's really not any more, to be honest. Oh, you know what? <laughs> uh, you know, I feel like you're literally the Grinch of all America, and I love it. I am here oh, for it my. every single episode. I love it so much. You know, you know what? You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to. Um, <laughs> Asher's mom. What's her name? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Asher's mom for finally sticking up for herself and getting okay. her son back. Okay, like that yes, was the MVP moment. Yes, Asher's okay. mom. What about um, you? Oh, God. Honestly, I really... <sighs> I, I don't know. I feel like this is really, really hard. It was a difficult one. Mm-hmm. I, there's, like, no one in this episode. Like, when I go down the list and I'm looking over here and there's, like, Coop. And I'm like, Coop, you got patience back by singing a mediocre rap song. I wasn't a fan of it. <laughs> to be honest, I wasn't. And usually I am. Usually I'm a fan of Coop. Every episode, yeah. I'm like, Coop is great. She always powers through this. She's a great friend to Spencer. But I'm I'm not, like, really feeling Coop this episode. And I haven't been the last couple episodes. But I mm-hmm. really do think her character arc's going to get better. And I'm, like, looking through it. And I'm like, Asher, uh, like, yeah, he's great. But he didn't do anything crazy. Mm-hmm. I feel like Olivia has been a consistent for me. And I, I'm so tired of just saying Olivia every single time. Because <laughs> I have, like, an obsession with her. She's really self-growth. But I'm I really do love Olivia. I think Olivia is an amazing person. Mm-hmm. I love that she, you know, set up the crib for Jordan and really like pitches in and mm-hmm. that she was very true and authentic to her feelings in this episode, that she didn't run away from love. Um, I just feel like she's shown a lot of growth and maturity. She has. And I really, really love Olivia. So Olivia has been a consistent MVP for me. Everyone else has kind of been shaky. I usually mm. go for Grace, but this week, Olivia. Yeah, yeah. Right. some good ones. Um, now let's get into predictions for next week because I don't know for next month. Next right. month, next I'm month. gonna miss you guys. Twenty twenty is gonna be a crazy year. Twenty twenty, so we have to wait a whole. Oh my god, we have to wait until 2020. That's crazy. This is insane. For us to get the answers we really need about this entire season. Yeah. And I know that they've been filming. There is so mm-hmm. much going on. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I just want to know what's going on. I, I we tried to get them to talk a bit behind the scenes, and we got like really little not. pieces. We got nothing. We did get a spoiler <laughs> that someone slipped behind the scenes, but we can't. Oh, yeah. We can't say. It. We'll talk about yeah, that. We're not. We're not going to say it. Did you guys? Did we? Yeah. yeah we, we got, all. We all were here. Huh? We no, got a spoiler. Um, <laughs> I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about it after. Uh, what are your predictions for next year? My Oof. prediction is that Tyrone, we're going to hear his background. His background. His backstory. Back yeah. Oh, cool. So maybe what happened while he was in jail. Is he actually going to try to hurt Coop? Or is he just trying to manipulate her and make him, her do something for him? We're going to learn some more. That's yeah. what I think. I feel like it would be stupid to kill Coop off because Tyrone is someone that sees people as accessories. Yeah. And I feel like he wouldn't get rid of someone without them doing something for him. So I think that's a really, really good prediction. Mm-hmm. Also, he's, like, just getting out of jail. It's like, if he's trying to get back in trouble... Yeah. True. He's on probation. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> in he real life. People. He knows friends. In, in real life. life. <laughs> um, I think that Mrs. and Mr. Baker... We are going to get answers. Like, we're going to know what happens when we come back in 2020. <laughs> what happened with the cheating scandal? What's the prediction, yeah, like with, with the We're just going to get answers. <laughs> Duh. Okay. What is your prediction? I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it, but, like, I feel like Mrs. Baker is, like, she has all this pent-up energy, and it's about to come out. Ooh. Again. Because it hasn't even, What's like, her sign? You've never told me what her sign is. That's the one person that remains a mystery. A Leo. I can't. I'm I like, she might be a Scorpio. Things. Really? You say everybody's a Scorpio. I, thinking, I don't think so. I feel like she's a Leo Virgo cusp. But we'll, we'll talk to her. She reminds me of the Aries. She reminds me of Leo. Me. I get Leos and I, Scorpios com- uh, confused a lot. Yeah. I really mm-hmm. like her. I you like Laura. I'm a Leo. Aries? No, I, just, yeah, she's not Aries. I don't think so. I don't <laughs> no. think she's an Aries. <laughs> she's an Aquarius. I love that. Aquarius. Leo Rising. I can buy. Chris, predictions for next year. Prediction. I feel like you've been pretty spot on. You don't come up with any crazy conspiracies nope, like the rest you of don't. us. <laughs> nope. I'm, I'm right on to it because my sister's a screenwriter and she's like always in my head. But let's see. I'm going to say that uh, Spence is going to play for um, Crenshaw. And him and Layla are not going to get back together. Spence is going to find another woman. And- <gasps> <Woo>! <laughs> And um, I want to say those are my two biggest ones because Spencer obviously is not going to quit. Like, what is yeah. life? So, those are my predictions 2020. Let's go. Let's see Spencer and Green, baby. <laughs> I feel like there's going to be more than one same sex couple on the show. Um, I don't think it's just going to be Coop and Patience. I feel like there's going to be something with Layla. I don't think she's going to go for Who Spencer. Who said she's going to be gay? You? Um, <laughs> I think. I, I said I do think she was still going something. down. I, th- I thought she was just going to explore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I just, it's 2020. Yeah. 2020, we're fluid. We, do it. We, we love everyone. Do it. You can do whatever you want. You can do your do thing, it. sister. Do it, sister. <laughs> I don't see her being this fun for that. Uh, but, but we'll see. And I feel like I have to like learn more about the real-life censor, and then I'll have all of my predictions set for next year. I need to do some some more research and digging into the real-life person. Uh, keep in mind, you guys, this was about... It is about a true story, so I always forget that when I'm watching the show. Yeah. I just get sucked into these characters because mm-hmm. they do such a great job. So I wonder how much of it is fact and how much of it is fiction, because obviously things are exaggerated for yeah. dramatic effect on 
shows. Um, but keep engaging with us in the chat, you guys. We love that you've been doing that so far. You've been doing a great job, like, really getting into it. Uh, and we're so excited to see you next year. Uh, and in the comments below, tell us what your New Year's resolutions are and what you think is going to happen next year on All American. So I feel like that would be fun to see some predictions in the chat. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway. Alexandra um, says Leo or Capricorn for Laura Baker. Okay. okay. I, can actually, I actually can too. see Capricorn for that. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. We, we, can, we can get I with stand that. Alexandra. Yeah. You're right. Thank you, sense. Alexandra. We appreciate the astrological input. Mm-hmm. Astrologenius as we are. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ooh, we love to hear it. Uh tune in next year uh where can everyone find you zakia well they can find me on instagram at zakia w underscore again that's zakia w underscore mm-hmm. <laughs> you can find me at sierra chanel with one and two l's and i also have a fun little digital series called not to make this about me watch it and you can find me on instagram at the chris exclusive and I'm Mina. You can find me on Instagram at Mina Makes Magic. Same place for Twitter. And we'll see you all next year. Thanks so much for joining, everybody. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal. 